The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Today we have gold medals in artistic gymnastics, softball, canoe slalom, mountain bike, diving, dressage, fencing, judo, rowing, shooting, swimming, taekwondo, triathlon, of weightlifting. It's a packed day of action and a packed podcast as well. We've got two women from Team USA looking to bag a place on the podium in the notoriously unforgiving sport of triathlon, Taylor Nib and Summer Rappaport. Plus, what came first, diving or swimming? Malaysian diver Pandalela tells us about her somewhat surprising introduction to diving. But first... Few people whose confidence quite like reigning Olympic champion in the 100-meter breaststroke, Lily King. The American swimmer gave us a few tips on leveling up on your inner self-belief. What are some tips for, you know, like some people who, who want to get into that elite kind of mindset? Yeah, um, I, I really feel that like the, the mindset and kind of the mental side of racing is something that I have... I don't even want to say mastered because you can always be better. Um, but something that I have definitely taken advantage of more than a lot of my competitors do, I think. Um, because I, I've known from a young age that I can convince myself to swim faster and I can convince myself to beat the person next to me. And it is literally all in my head. So, um, and a lot of the time I just, I like to see if I can win the race before it starts. That's kind of, that's kind of the, mantra that I go by, like win the race before the race starts. Um, because I do, I do a lot of the time. And I, I know that if I'm swimming someone that's a really great, great swimmer, but they're not as tough as I am mentally, I can stare them down and they're going to freak out. Like, <laughs> and if you can just keep staring people down, if you know, that's going to freak them out, like they're scared of you, you should not be scared of your competitors. Your competitors should be scared of you. So, um, that's kind of, and that's kind of what I do. I just try to, I just try to scare the people next to me and it usually works. <laughs> you have to be really good for that to work. <laughs> I'd be very confident to do it. But um, if you have that confidence, go for it. Why not? I'm the first to say I am cocky, but like I can back it up. So <laughs> there's a reason I act like that. And it's because I can back it up and it's because of what I've done in the pool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, and I think a lot of it goes back to if I was a guy, that conversation would never happen. If I was Michael Phelps, if I was Caleb Dressel, that conversation would never happen. But since I'm female and I speak my mind and I tell people what I think, that's coming off as me being brash and me being cocky instead of me being, oh, this supreme leader, swimmer person. Like that's, I think, honestly, I think that's a lot of the difference between being a male athlete and a female athlete. I remember uh, Missy Franklin once saying in an interview that we did, I was a teenage girl and I was practically naked in front of billions of people. Like, absolutely, I went through body image issues when I was growing up. You're uber confident. That's true. Yeah. Sure. But <laughs> is there is there anything there that, that has, has upset you or is there something that, you know, you, you, could, you, you could share to not be? Yeah, um, I'm going to be really honest. Like, I, I am a super confident person and... I don't really care what people say about me. Like I genuinely don't. I know that like, 
like I'm if I'm at the swim meet, if I'm at the Olympics, like I'm in the best shape of my life, and you can say that I'm fat, and I don't care because I don't know you. Like I, you know, my like people tell me they get in better shape or lose weight or anything, and I'm like, okay, like I'm still the fastest. Like who cares? Um, but that's me. I know I have like a lot of other people definitely have had body issues, and that is very normal, but. For me and my wacky brain, I really haven't, so. <laughs> We're back at the Olympic Aquatic Stadium in Rio where the swimming enters the third session of finals. The queen of the 100 breaststroke, an Olympic record. She talked the talk and she walked the walk. Take us back, like, what was it like in, in Rio and pick, pick a few bits that you really enjoyed? I mean, my race was like obviously very exciting for me and all that stuff, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean like there were just so many other races during the week that like, I know when I was racing, it just felt like a swim meet, but when I was watching my teammates race, it felt like the Olympics. So I was actually sitting in the stands with my parents for, um, Simone Manuel's Hunter Freestyle. It's a dead heat. Dead heat. Oh my goodness. We have dual Olympic champions in the 100 freestyle. And she's one of my best friends. So like it was, it, it was just a really incredible moment. That one I remember was, I was, I was definitely crying after that one. Um, <laughs> I would, I would cry for other people's races, but not my own. Um, and then my Dorado's 200 backstroke where she upset Katinka. It was like, <sighs> the iron lady, Hoshu Dorado. I just had a feeling when she walked out for that race, like she was going to win and Everybody was kind of looking around like, what's Maya going to do? Like, it's probably another silver. And I just had this weird feeling that she was going to win. And sure enough, uh, and I was standing next to her coach watching that race, which was funny just to watch him, <laughs> watch her swim the race because obviously he was a lot more stressed out than. And, and since Rio, I mean, you've every more reason to be cocky because you've been even more dominant. How on earth do you keep that level of consistency over such a like a, a long period of time? Yeah, it's definitely hard to stay motivated at times because I'll come to practice and I'm like, well, like, I already did this. I already, I already set a world record. I already won the Olympics. Like, what, you know, like, what's next? Like, nothing, at this point, nothing is new for me because um, I've done it, which is great. I'm very happy that I've done it, but it's, it is hard staying motivated when it's uh, like, okay, it's time to, like, I just have to repeat everything that I've done. Um. But honestly, it all comes down to the fact that I really just hate to lose. Um, I am genuinely embarrassed when I lose. Um, and I will do anything to keep from having that embarrassment on my shoulders. So um, that's, that's honestly what probably pushes me the most. Challenge time. I basically, I found these um, animal noises on the internet. Okay. And, and I thought, I'm going to ask Lily King what animals she thinks best describes some of her teammates. Ooh, okay, that's a good one. Katie Ledecky. Katie, okay, Katie has to be something, this is gonna be a thought process for me. Yeah, Katie not in the pool is probably a sloth. Mm. I'm not kidding. Katie in the pool is, I don't know, like a cheetah or something super fast. <laughs> but on land, love the girl to death. Slowest mover I've ever seen. I'll, I'll say, Katie, you're charging. You're just charging for your race. <laughs> Simone Manuel. Ooh, Simone. I think Simone's like a lion, definitely, because she's definitely in charge. 
anyone's ever met Simone, Simone is in charge. And then Kathleen Baker. I think Baker's kind of a giraffe. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> Love giraffes. Cody Miller, I have to include Cody because he's my best friend. We have discussed this several times. <laughs> he is a meerkat. <laughs> Lily, what a, it's been a really fun time. I feel enlightened and I feel like I've learned some good mental techniques. Like I feel more confident. I'm going to be more confident. Good. You should be. Why not? Olympic Channel Podcast. Lily is in action in the 100 meter breaststroke final later today. It's a terrifying sound and it's fair to say that the triathletes have a very early start. A 6.30am race start. Start! Taylor Nibb is the youngest woman to ever qualify for the US Olympic triathlon team. The early start though is not the only worry for Taylor. In triathlon there's a lot out of your control. So like anything could happen. You could be the best person on the day but if you get a flat tire or a mechanical that's not gonna play out as well as you would have hoped. Um, so I'm trying to, so first of all, I'm trying to do a little bit of early morning training just so that my body's ready to go at 6.30 a.m. for the race. But at the same time, I know that 3.30 p.m. local time in Boulder is the same time as 6.30 a.m. there. So if my body doesn't completely acclimate, it's not the worst thing in the world because it's not like I'll be racing at 2.30 a.m. my body time. It, the latest it would be would be 8.30 based on the five days in an hour changing time zones. Um, so just, but just being ready to go at any time of the day. I had a swim coach actually in like high school and he would, we have 4.30 a.m. practice. And sometimes we'd have to do like starts, like from the start of practice. And he's like, if you can do a good start at 4.30 a.m., you can do a good start any time of day. Yeah, I feel really ready. I feel like I was able to make some gains during the down year. Five-time ITU World Triathlon Series medalist Summer Rappenport was the first woman to qualify for the U.S. team. So I'm hoping that the extra year will help me going into the games, but it definitely feels good to like finally be in this block after so long. Because it was like last year, is like we started our Tokyo build, but it was like a two-month build, and then it was just like it just like screeched to a grinding halt. Like, I guess the world did for everyone. It's a fast turnaround for the athletes as well, because Tokyo 2020 sees the first mixed relay competition, which takes place on Saturday, July 31st. Here's Summer again. Yeah, I'm really excited about the inclusion of the mixed relay in Tokyo. I've done uh, two mixed relays at the um, World Triathlon Series level, and it's been some of the most fun that I've had in a competition. It just feels so good to line up for the team. And... Um, I've been on the podium in both of those events with Team USA, but and I've also had five individual World Triathlon Series podiums, and it just feels so much more special to be standing on the podium with the team, like knowing that you work to achieve something as a team. Um, as somebody who did collegiate sports, it was kind of hard for me when I first got into triathlon, just competing for myself, because you know when you're with a team, you always kind of have that higher purpose that you're working towards. Um, a little bit of external motivation. And I feel like that's an environment that I really thrived in. So it's really nice to have that um, now moving into Tokyo. Olympic Channel Podcast. 
Right, just before we go, it's the women's 10 meter synchro in the diving today. And Pandalela Rinong of Malaysia has a bronze and silver Olympic medal from the past two Olympic games. Widely recognized as one of the best divers of the past decade. You might be surprised though, by the story behind Pandalela's first diving lesson. The first jump made me feel excited as I was the only one who dared to jump from the uh, one meter and also the three meter platform. Yeah, surprisingly, uh, at the time, I didn't know how to swim yet. So basically the coach just wait, waiting for me <laughs> uh, uh, at, in the water and then uh, prepared to grab me after I jump in. It's, I feel like a sense of accomplishment after every jump because the rest of the, uh, the, rest of the students there, no one dare to jump from that three meter. It's not the usual way to learn how to dive. Dive first, learn how to swim later. <laughs> true, true. Amazing story. I had such a wonderful, wonderful time speaking to Panda Layla. Link to the full episode, which I highly recommend in the show notes. Don't forget to jump on our blog. It's happening every single day. It's over at olympics.com. Stay safe, stronger together. I'll see you again tomorrow. Think, think like an Olympian. Olympian.